0: check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. In a house of mystery seems to have quite a history, Mr. Gallagher.
1: Who are you people?
0: A research team with special powers.
1: <gasps> My God.
0: She's experiencing the past because we are all joined by our thoughts. <laughs> Has
1: uncovered an ancient secret. I have something I want to show you.
2: <laughs> Metaphysically speaking, I killed myself. <gasps> but they are playing with an evil force.
1: What would you do with the power?
2: You can't save her, Alex. They have given life. We're all in
1: danger.
0: And now a box of little toys.
1: I think someone's in the room Frank.
0: Has become a gang
2: of little terrors. <coughs> Pinhead. Blade. Ah! Ms. Ah! Jester. And Tunneler. Irene Miracle, Paul Lematt, Barbara Crempton, and William Hickey as The Puppet Master. You are listening to Movie Sucktastic.
0: can all go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks.
2: Yeah. Oh ho. man, I'll tell you, we got some wacky video shit going on. What? What happened? I. I don't know. I, I was screwing around with my VLC player today. Uh, for other things, not the show, and man, our our video, it, it just it's a constant reminder that we need to redo it. <laughs> it. It because not only is it not in any kind of a sixteen nine or widescreen aspect ratio, it's it, it's it's not even HD. It's not in the right format. It was made like five years ago. At this point, it's just so I love all the clips. If I could just take all the clips and just make it like well, HD and, and and widescreen, I would read, I would do it again. But well, it's an I, opportunity I, to to do a brand new one.
0: I think I'm gonna drop some money on a on a video editor and uh, like I was looking at the Sony Vegas and I yeah something Sony simple. Sony Vegas is expensive. No, I, I, the the basic is like fifty fifty bucks. Is it really? I always thought it was more money. There's like eight different versions of it, but the basic one's fifty or okay. in around that. So, oh. <sighs> Anyway, welcome to Movie Sucktastic, yeah. where every every day is an adventure. Every day. Um, I apologize for us missing last week. I was uh, that was my fault. You should uh, be. I canceled last minute, and uh, it's okay. But we're, here, but we're here today, and we're here to review the 1989 seminal, uh, if you want to use that word. Uh, direct to streaming film, which is against our rules. There
2: was uh, no such thing as streaming in 1989.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, direct. You know what? I, I spend so many times <laughs> correcting myself when I say direct to video, when I mean direct to streaming. And now I do the fucking opposite. This this was your quintessential. This is like. This is one of the films that pretty much was like the beginning of the direct to video market. Right. I would say the late 80s, the, 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 the turn of the 80s and the 90s. When, like, this was a film that was slated for a theatrical release, am I correct? And then the last minute they said, fuck it, we can get more money doing it, to uh, yeah, direct the video. They,
2: they, they did try, they did try and they couldn't do it. Um, and it did go straight to video. It, uh, at this time period, pay per view was just becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I very vividly remember watching, um, Oh, what was that movie with Richard Pryor where he, he was pretending to be a doctor?
0: That's Critical Condition.
2: That's it. Critical Condition. I love that movie. I it's remember. I remember, you know, I realized I don't have it. And I realized that this week when I was uh, doing some little, little homework on the pay-per-view stuff for this. And I very vividly remember getting uh, my parents renting Black Widow uh, on pay-per-view. You remember Black uh-huh. Widow, yeah? With uh, what's her face? Um, oh, I can't <sighs> wait, can't wait, remember wait. her name, but she was in the movie Horror that got an NC seventeen. Teresa Russell? I'm
0: trying to say Black Widow. And...
2: I think it's and which ter- one was ter- Black Widow? That was the one. That's the one with. Ter- uh, I think it's Teresa Russell, who was pretty famous in the eighties, and then I guess decided not to do movies anymore. I have a feeling that the film Whore really fucked up her career. When, I don't think I ever to- saw Black Widow. By today's standards is a pretty tame movie. I mean it's not tame tame, but kind of tame.
0: I don't think I ever saw Horror either.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, is it Teresa Russell? Is am I yeah. correct in that? Yeah, okay.
0: Teresa Russell and Deborah Winger are the two main ones okay. in that.
2: So they rented Black Widow and this was when pay per view was in its infancy.
0: Well, I mean, like, in the early 80s, pay-per- pay-per-view was mainly sporting events. If you wanted to watch WWF before it became WWE, uh, or, like, you know, that, that was the main thing it was for.
2: Right. And then right. they started doing it for movies. It was a very hairy subject as far as movies went because if you hooked up a VCR to your TV, you could pretty record much it. record right. what was coming in And it was this whole big to-do. It's like, is this illegal? Is it not illegal? And they actually had to put out information saying, listen, if it's coming into your household and you just happen to record what's on your screen, it is not illegal. So people were ordering pay-per-views like crazy, $5 Mm -hmm. or $2, $3, $5 to rent a movie, and then just popping in a blank tape, and then they don't have to go to the video store to go rent it, and then they, they own it. No commercials, no breaks. It's just, it was the movie. So it, it was... Uh, but anyway, where I'm going with the story is my parents rented Black Widow. And it was in its infancy, as far as pay-per-view went, as far as with movies. They didn't know how to cut off the movie when one movie ended. Uh-huh. So what would happen is they the way they did pay-per-view then was it was on a time schedule. So it's like Black Widow is at 8 o'clock. You know, this next movie is at 10 30. This next movie is at 12 o'clock. So that's how they did it. You didn't you couldn't just ask for a movie and then it just popped up like it is now. Back then, it was a time schedule. So they got Black Widow, and then right after that was critical condition. And they didn't know obviously how to turn that shit off. So if you rented Black Widow or movies back at that time period, you basically got two, three movies for free hmm. because they didn't turn that shit off to like two, three in the morning. So it'd be like black widow, black widow, critical condition, big. And you know, what other movies had been out that year? It was like, Holy shit. Got like three free movies. So critical condition was one of those films. And based on that information, they saw, they thought it was a, a better idea to have this go straight to video. And, uh, on demand or pay-per-view, as it was called back then, instead of trying to go theatrical, which was Long smart walk because for a short drive there. It, yeah, I know, but it was <laughs> smart because it only had a four hundred thousand dollar budget.
0: So. Um, I I was checking out horror while you were talking because mm-hmm. I didn't remember it, and and all I saw is uh, director Ken Russell made the movie as a response to Pretty Woman. I'm in. <laughs> I'm fucking in. That's all I need to know.
2: Uh, and you've never seen that one, huh?
0: I I don't remember it. It's like it just slipped by the radar. I was I was see I in that time period I was watching different shit. I was I was not on my I
2: was, and not to say that was, uh, but I'll say for then that, that period I was such a fucking horn dog. I was watching anything I could on late night Skinamax. Uh-huh. um, because that film horror that came out like nineteen ninety. Mm -hmm. is that 90? 91 91 okay so I mean that made me like 15 years old so yeah (laughs) I was pretty fucking horny at 15 what I would do is the TV guide um, would come in not the TV guide it was actually the cable guide uh, from our cable provider you paid extra uh, to get that guide and it would tell you literally everything that was on every cable channel HBO Cinemax Showtime all of them And I grabbed it, and the first thing I did, I went to the back where the index was to see every single movie that was being broadcast on cable TV because they had that section for that. And what I would Mm -hmm. do is I would make notes of all the films, of all the films Uh. that had uh, the words strong sexual content (laughs) or... Said unrated, or said NC seventeen.
0: See, I don't know if we're really doing a video confession here, but um, I did the same thing. But but I did Should it. Should I like cue in, up the music? No, no. But <laughs> I I just think similar. But it was, it was with the actual TV guide, and it was um, this was back in uh, um, late eighties okay. or mid eighties. Or talk back before I moved to Bloomfield.
2: Um, yeah, I, I couldn't mark. Like write in the TV guide because other people did use it, so I had to make notes. <laughs> I had to make notes of all no, the
0: shit. No, I, I, um, requisitioned the TV guide for my own use, and I would make, but I had cryptic notes. I had, I had like, you know, when the, when the, when they're doing the double books and like, like the the mobster has the book yeah. and they have the code, like NR for this and PD. So I had my own thing for like what, you know, what, <laughs> what was full frontal and what was just boobs and what was, you know. Oh, sad sad fucking times. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I look fo-
2: I look back fondly at those times. I anyway, really do. Anyway,
0: we're not we're here to review not softcore pornography, but uh uh softcore horror in the form of the 1989 film yes. Puppet Master, which spawned a fuckload of sequels that I was not aware of. Yeah, a lot. And a there's lot a of and sequels. there's a reboot that just came out called um The Littlest Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich. Yeah. And it has what's his name from uh nine from uh Reno nine one
2: one. That's right. Yeah,
0: and and it's just, it's fucking I'm just amazed that this is still a thing.
2: <laughs> now uh without giving anything too much away, um this is like our third or fourth horror film that we've reviewed. Now we're getting uh-huh. we're getting close to the month of October where we usually kind of slide into horror movies for that month yeah but and I'll I'll announce your movie challenge later I can't I couldn't help but challenge you to this movie okay it it is another horror film
0: all no hey you know what we're getting into the season fuck it so you know we're gonna have to deal with the Oscar shit soon anyway to be honest did you see did you see that they they postponed their um best the most popular film category no I did not yeah, the, apparently there was so much backlash that they, that they didn't say that they're never gonna do it, but they said, Oh, we're gonna postpone that for now and have more discussions. Which means <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna figure out how to slip this in without people getting so pissed. <laughs> apparently I wasn't the only one. Yeah, well, I, I don't I don't go to like the news groups I don't anymore. I don't like I'm not like I, I just have my own personal rant and then
2: that's it. It's a but shit I, category.
0: It apparently a lot of people felt the same way. Enough where the Academy was like, Yeah, maybe we won't do that.
2: Sorry, no. Stephen. Here, here's an Oscar for being the most popular. It, if you really look at it, it's called the MTV Music Awards. They have it already. Live with that. Well, that's the thing. I mean, a lot of these people, a good or bad light, as the as the Oscars, the Academy has has gotten on themselves. They are considered to be the, you know, the elite. Yeah. Uh, as far as award shows. Right, it's it's, you know, it's the Super Bowl of award shows. You win this, you've won the highest prestige for your craft. Right, and, and it should be in, about the quality, not mass consumption. Exactly. So they are in a category, a, a category like this is the most popular. It's like, what is this horseshit? I'm You're you, are winning an you. Oscar. What what basically Dude. it comes down to is, I bet a lot of people, including the the Academy and people within it feel like that trophy, the statue, has been tainted in a way because it's supposed to not be, you know, it's not supposed to be easy to win.
0: I guarantee you Avatar 2 is behind it. Sure. I, I, I guarantee you that I, I still stand by my theory that the only reason they moved it from 5 to 10 uh, Best Picture nominees was to have an excuse to put fucking Avatar in there. Yep. And, I, I stand by that.
2: Well, uh, the producers of Black Panther had already said that they were going to heavily... And taking this category away does not take away from the fact that they said they're going to heavily pursue Black Panther to be nominated for Best Picture.
0: Oh, come on. It's a comic book film. I don't care how... And that's Anyway. Anyway.
2: Take anyway. A, take a shot.
0: <laughs> dude, dude, speaking... I, I've been upgrading my Plex, and I know we're... Yeah. we're, we're we're uh, postponing Puppet Master for a minute here, but it's been it's, a couple weeks. It's okay. Dude, I've been up. I've been upgrading my categories. I've been doing the Oscars for all the films I have. Okay. And I'm I'm up to seventy. I'm going backwards, and I'm so I'm at seven, 1978
2: now. Oh, you're doing it. Uh, no, are, are you just doing Best Pictures, Best Picture nominees for every right. year? How are you doing
0: all right. it? I, well, I, I, for, I, first of all, I have I, for each year I have a category for Best Picture and Best nominees. So let's say I for like two thousand eighteen. Uh, Oscar nominees, 2018 Oscar winners. Okay. Then I then I have just an Oscar winner and Oscar nominee category. Then, uh, beyond that, the only categories that I divide in the subsections are the main ones, which are uh, Best and Supporting Actor and Actress, Best Picture, Best Director, uh, Best Original Score, but not Song, um, and then Best Original Screenplay, Best Adapted Screenplay. Got it. So, you know, the main ones, the ones that we kind of focus on with the show. Okay. If if they got best editing, they just go in the best Oscar category. They just go in the Oscar category. I don't get a subsection. Uh, so anyway, one thing that blew my mind that I, I know we probably mentioned on the show, but I'm like going through them is, okay, I go to each year and I look down the list. Crocodile Dundee was nominated for best screenplay.
2: What? <laughs> what really? What the
0: fuck? Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. I guess people were enamored.
0: What I think when we go into the Oscars this year, we should take a look at past Oscars, or we should be doing this for our book, which we haven't never gotten off the ground. And I got to
2: we're we're gonna do it. I got we have to do it
0: to the Oscars because there's some fucked up Oscar like shenanigans going on in the past, and uh, the, I mean the little things I never noticed before because I never really paid too much attention to the Oscars. Like I, I'm doing my films backwards, and all of a sudden, like a couple of these films, like. I, I, like I went back a year, and was like, "Wait, the same film's in here again. What happened?" And r- there was a time period where best foreign film, foreign films were up for best foreign film based on when they came out in their country, but then other no- other nominees could happen based on when they came out in our country. So, like, uh, day and uh, day for night, for example, uh, was nominated for an Oscar one year, but then won an Oscar the following year.
2: Whoa! Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is back in like the seventies,
2: oh, wow. I think. Before they so figured a little, shit a little, out.
0: Yeah, a little weird shit like that, and also so, like noticing noticing these films where like, like like there's like one film where it's like uh, best actress nominated, best supporting actress nominated, and there's like multiple actresses nominated, and there's like major name actors in the film too. And I was like, that's gotta sting a little bit.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Like you're like, a,
0: you're like a big actor in a film, and then there's like a, like all of a sudden like all the women are nominated, and he's like, what the fuck, man. And they're like they're all supporting, it's like wow, well, what the fuck? And I even wonder, like like why we have that designation between supporting and main? Because whether or not you're a supporting actor or like a main actor, like, you know to this to the plot, you're still acting.
2: You're still acting.
0: Why why is there that division? I,
2: I think it, I, mean, there, I I there think was even- I honestly to break it all down, I think it depends on screen time. Well, oh, well, there was the big thing, too, with The Godfather, the first film,
0: where Al Pacino, he, he refused to go to the Oscars. He boycotted it because he was pissed off that, um, that he was nominated as supporting actor when he had more screen time than the lead actor.
2: Yeah, and I think they were really going... Here's the thing. He didn't win an Oscar that year. Mm-hmm. But there was no way Brando wasn't winning the Oscar for right. that. So yeah. I think it, in hindsight, they were essentially doing him a favor, saying, listen, we're going to nominate you in this category because you might have a better shot because you ain't winning it against Brando. But
0: I think his point was, I carried the fucking film. How am I not the main actor?
2: Uh, yeah, well, the following year, he was nominated for Best Actor for Godfather 2. Well, well,
0: yeah, yeah, but but. Still, and then De Niro it.
2: won for Best Supporting. <laughs> for Godfather (laughs) 2 I love that shit Uh, for playing Brando the young Brando (laughs) oh my god it's like Pacino gets fucked two years straight (laughs) by Brando and then somebody playing Brando (laughs) although I will say De Niro absolutely did deserve it for playing Marlon uh, for um Uh, Brando in *Godfather* to uh, um, uh, Michael, uh, not Michael Corleone, Vito Corleone. And as I've been
0: doing the Oscar stuff thing, I've been like adding films to my Plex that, like, oh, I should have these as Oscar films. Maybe should revisit them. You'll be happy to know that I've added the *Godfather* trilogy to my Plex. Good, you should. And and it's probably the only, it's probably the closest you're going to get to a positive Italian role in my Plex. (laughs) Yeah. Because the rest of it's spaghetti westerns and in Italian horror yeah, films. Well, yeah, you, so. you
2: did mention that yeah, uh, a couple of podcasts sorry. ago where you're like, yeah, it doesn't really shed a good light.
0: <laughs> a couple of Roberto Benigni films, but I don't know if that helps. Uh, a little. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just a little. Uh, but, but, but anyway, we're here to talk about... C- Cinema Punemans. Paradiso in there?
0: Uh, yes, it is. It's the only like legitimate Italian film in there. I think.
2: <laughs> oh my god. I think that one Best... Uh, foreign film when it that, won the yeah that came it, out. it did yeah yeah um but yes puppet master
0: which by the way i want to point this out first the title puppet master yeah decent title but and i found this out trying to bring it up the watch uh was that puppet master the first film is the only one of the entire series in which puppet master is one word
2: yeah and the thing that pisses me off about that is when you do any kind of homework on it, uh, if you do search on the, on on the wiki or right. IMDb, uh, it's two words.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's not right. It's it, really it was,
2: fucking annoying. It was one word,
0: and it was even worse on the movie poster. It's two words because they put one below the other, but technically it was one but, word. Yeah,
2: and is is it it's one word, word? It's two words uh, in the Plex account too.
0: Oh uh, no, Plex account is one word. It does do it, it. It does it the right it's way. information Good. from like the IMDb. So Get yeah. It. So I'm like searching for Puppet Masters. Like everything's coming up with the first one. I know I have it. Yeah. And uh, and my wife only made it halfway through the film, uh, not because of the film itself, but because of the shitty copy I have. The sound drove her away. Oh,
2: dude, should have just watched it on my Plex.
0: I didn't realize you had a better copy than Perfect
2: me. HD, baby. Better than this really? movie deserves.
0: Really? Well, what 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 uh what? How
2: much? How big is it? How big is the file? Uh, I don't think it's that big. Here, I'll tell you right now. Let's see.
0: Oh, Uh, here it is, like two thirty-seven. You know what it is? I found a. uh, You're looking at mine. No, no, I'm looking up on uh, other sites. Oh. Um, I found I found somebody had posted Puppet Master one through nine in one big zip file, so I grabbed it because, like, what the fuck? You know, save some time. And uh, apparently, uh, I somehow I ended up with that as my main copy of Puppet Master One, and it's shitty. Co- oh, god awful. Oh,
2: there it is. Okay. I tried fast forwarding.
0: I tried fast forwarding it, and when it came up, it was like. What the
2: fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, mine is. Uh, it's 2.16 gig. This is the, one of the 10-bit rips.
0: Yeah, I, I'm looking at the one you talked yeah, about. Yeah, and I'm, it's also
2: uh, the new H. H. E. V. C. or the H. two six five codec, where they basically can take uh, of you know a movie and compress it down to very very small and still get really high quality.
0: Yeah, it came out earlier this year. I'm looking right at it. Okay,
2: that's why it's uh, only two gig, but looks amazing.
0: Yeah, and you you want high def for this film because it's written. I'm kidding. You don't really give a shit. You watch it on fucking the original I would would
2: prefer. you know, HD. Yeah, but, wait, but
0: but it's it's not like Street Trash. You're not getting anything no, special out of no. this in HD. It's the same fucking shit. Now it's not a not a horrible film. The one thing I find interesting about it the film
2: it isn't a horrible film. Surprisingly, is that
0: enough. well, like like the the and, and I wanted to talk to you about the whole spoiler thing. I want to be ruined it in the trailer. Do they? I didn't yeah. even watch it. I, since we're a review show, I want to be a bit less concerned about the spoiler thing as far as if we're discussing a film, we need to discuss all of it. Okay. So I, I want to
2: try to just to be well, a bit more. We do have hard. that warning on our website. So Yeah,
0: I know. But, but sometimes we kind of hedge like, oh, I don't want to ruin it for people. But you know what? If you're listening to the show and you haven't seen the film we're talking about, turn off the show, go watch the film, come back and listen to it. You'll get more out of it. This isn't a what you should watch film, this show. This is a what you've already watched show. You know? Yeah. I was thinking, I don't know why, I was thinking about it one day. I was like, yeah, yeah I really got to get out of that habit of like not running to ruining the ending because you shouldn't be fucking listening to stuff like this if you haven't seen it yet anyway. <laughs> you know?
2: Uh, I, I agree. Uh, I, uh, I, I do agree with that. D- by the way. I, I am going to be hesitant. It's like if, if the opportunity ever came up to talk about Fight Club, I, I, can't, I don't think I could do I it. I know.
0: There, there are exceptions to the rule I know. But we'd have to. In that case, we'd have to put like a hard break on the show. It's like, all right, this is the point where you got to turn it off now if you haven't seen it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, but but for movies like this, come on. Oh really? yeah, no, no, I'm not it. Again, oh.
2: they 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 have it in the trailer.
0: By the way, speaking of horror films, I stumbled upon this. Do you know Fangoria is relaunching? Oh, they're re. Oh, really? Is yeah. It
2: a reimagining.
0: It's a relaunch. It's like the I, I I don't know if they stopped, but they're starting again.
2: Is uh, Cascarella, Cascarelli? The original director is he gonna is he on board at all? Original director? Yeah, it didn't. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Don Coscarelli didn't he direct the first Phantasm? No, no, Fangoria, the magazine. Oh, oh, fa- oh Jesus Christ! You know what? <laughs> I, I, we're talking about movies. I heard Fangoria. I heard. I just. I just heard fan.
0: Uh, I said reboot too, so I can see that. I, yeah, I got gotcha. you. No, they're starting Fangoria up again, like
2: they're like a new issue number one in October. They're starting the magazine again, like as in next month. As in next month, yes. I might have to get a subscription to that.
0: I stumbled upon it. Because you, you, know it?
2: you know what? You uh, know what? I have a couple of subscriptions to stuff that I'm like, I don't need this magazine anymore. You know? It's like, I could totally substitute one of those for Fangoria.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I'm thinking like maybe my... yeah.
2: Uh, what the fuck did I have to make sure my kids don't get a hand on it when it comes in the mail. Although they probably would fucking love it.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is, but I read somewhere that they're rebooting. I, I don't have 100% confirmation on that, but uh, that's what I was told.
2: I'm looking it up now.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking real quick to see if I can give information. They still have a pre- website. Yeah, but I don't know how...
2: Fangoria, I, I, the world's best horror and cult film magazine since just,
0: 1979. There's an article on the Nerdist.com, Fangoria magazine is returning... Um, I didn't know it went away, but then again, I just stopped paying attention. Uh.
2: So it's, it's $60 a year.
0: That's, yeah, that's
2: a little fucking expensive.
0: That yeah, is. Yeah, I think I'll like I'll go to Barnes and Nobles and search it out and like grab an issue, maybe. Uh, but I just wanted to mention next we're talking about horror films in the late 90s. I'm sorry, early 90s. And like that, that was what I was reading back then. You know, mm-hmm. that was the shit. So. Yeah. As I, I had to bring that up. But anyway, Puppet Master. Um, <sighs> now, do you, do, you, do you want to try to explain the basic plot of this?
2: Yeah, okay. So, the movie starts out in 19, uh, 1939, <laughs> 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 well, the, <laughs> California.
0: The, the prologue, the prologue is, in, is in 1939, California. Yeah,
2: and you essentially get William Hickey, who is the Puppet Master. It opens up <laughs> with him... <laughs> and, and, and creating not, and interacting that, with, with these puppets.
0: I'm sorry. And if you don't recognize that name, smells like fried pussycat.
2: Nope. That's wrong.
0: That's the same guy.
2: It's, nope. Yes, it that, is. Randy Quaid, Cousin Eddie said that line.
0: All right. Are you sure?
2: Yes. He's the one I, that says, so what are you looking at? Yeah. He's that guy. All right, fine. And he, he was goes, involved. Well, if you're not busy, mind. go in the kitchen and get my stogie. Fine, like that I got, guy.
0: you. I I am I am owned by by your your reference. Yes, I'm, I apologize. You have yes. been shamed. I shame. I am shamed. You feel shame. <laughs> I feel uh, shame.
2: But yes, uh, William Hickey. He was also in. If you've watched uh, the um, Tales from the Dark Side anthology movie, he was in the one with the, I think the Black Cat. That was the one that he was in. He was a, been, he was bound to a wheelchair and that. Um, he's been in everything. And he's been, always he's been old. Old as fuck. I don't he's think I've ever seen him fuck. young. I always did like in um National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation where they do the black and white footage and they just throw a wig on him. Yeah. A black wig <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I'm 40 now. It's like N- you know he's you're not. <laughs> always been fucking old. Yeah. Anyway, he's the puppet master. He's interacting with the puppets because he's found Uh, a spell of some kind you find out later that he could create these puppets and bring them to life right i guess to keep him company and what ends up happening is he's being pursued pursued that's great word right there and he stores all of these puppets in a box and then puts them in a wall in this house which is later found by the proprietor uh, uh, who...
0: Well, well, I mean, before that happens, the two Nazis come into his room, and he pulls a Bud Dwyer. And yeah, the interesting thing is, like, the Nazis—it's like it's like a, a very—it's it's just like just like a minor thing where it's like, okay, Nazis are after me. Don't Moses even look like out. Nazis, but you can tell they're Nazis because they speak in German. Well, yeah, that's
2: the only way you could tell, and the year. And, I mean, you put two and two together; it's not right. hard.
0: So the Nazi thing became a major part of the Puppet Master. Um, uh mythos as if as you as you may uh, up, uh up, hence up why the last film
2: was called the littlest reich
0: right like like they, they even in the new reboot they're they're referring to that and a lot of the sequels after a certain point gave up on modern day and said fuck that shit we need to go back to the nazi times so like like there's a whole the the, the, the sequels jump back and forth in time and there's like Wikipedia actually has a a, uh, a chronological order oh,
2: of the wow. films
0: based on how they you know when they when they happen in history.
2: So some of these movies are technically prequels.
0: A lot, of, I would say half of them are prequels.
2: Like uh, like the way a lot of people don't know that Temple of Doom is actually a prequel to Raiders well, of the Lost Ark. That's because
0: originally the idea was that the the film's supposed to go backwards, but dipshit people get older, so <laughs> you know he was only able to carry
2: that so far. Yeah, well, he did it for one movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so anyway, uh, but, there, there's but, all of these people in the film. What, with... The, what? Go ahead.
0: But he still has it in The Last Crusade, where like this hat's like brand new. So he tried to pull that shit off, even though they were it wasn't they weren't doing it anymore. Yeah, well, it all falls apart after Temple of Doom. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yes, it does, because uh, last- tired of. I- I'm Charlie's last crusade apologist. It's a shitty film.
2: Yeah, the Last Crusade. For all that, I mean, it's still thankfully it's not the weakest in uh, in the well, series by any means. I'll, I'll but it is weaker. the weakest Fuck. of the Crystal first Skull. three. Well, that's right. Crystal Skull is just like Jesus. Fuck. It's like looking at Spielberg's uh, career. You could tell that, in my opinion, Lucas had a little too much to do with that film. <laughs> because for the most part Spielberg whether you like his films or not they're almost always just solid mm-hmm. people don't like Munich but you know what it's a solid movie it's not personally my cup of tea mm-hmm. but I can't watch that and say you know what this is a shitty movie it's not it's a solid movie yeah. same thing goes with the last film he directed with Ready Player One that was a yeah. solid movie it was a yeah. lot of fun I can't bring myself to watch it. It was fun. It's a I, fun movie.
0: Not arguing that. I just can't.
2: So, I but can't. when you watch when you see something like Crystal Skull, it's like they you had a, someone in your ear and I think his name was George Lucas. They
0: could reboot Indiana Jones now and get the guy that plays uh Han Solo to play Indiana Jones <laughs> and no, no matter what they do with it, it'll still be better than Crystal Skull. Yeah.
2: It'll piss a lot of people still,
0: off. Though. it'll it'll still piss off less people than Crystal Skull did.
2: Yes, that's true. Yeah. Have you have you seen Solo yet? No, I just got
0: a copy of it.
2: Yeah. It's an okay. It's not a great movie by I, any I've means. Heard. And yeah. and the guy that plays Han Solo, he doesn't do he doesn't do a bad job by any means. But there's no fucking way I'm he believing for one second. It was your Solo. It's doomed from the start. It was it was a bad fucking idea. From what I understand, that movie cost nearly three hundred million dollars.
0: It was a bad fucking idea. It, you know they need somebody talking some common sense to them. It's like you, you can't. Well, it's you the can't... reason
2: why uh, it's the reason why Disney has put a halt on their 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 side Star Wars movies.
0: Yeah, because it's a bad fucking idea.
2: Well, not for anything, but that Rogue One movie made a billion dollars. That well, was that right but they, didn't successful. Re, but
0: they didn't reboot any characters in that they just did a story between the two and that's how they got away with it and it was it was a decent film i saw it i enjoyed it it was yeah. a bit too you know sad but you know i i wasn't prepared for that level of drama after the the like the the ch- uh, robot chicken scenes and fucking uh the first
2: one <laughs> yeah right
0: so um but yeah, but just oh, let's just do a sol- solo uh, reboot. No, this isn't fucking Star Trek. The, the, he, the, this is a whole different fucking genre. You're you don't know what you're fucking doing. These people are insane. You know, uh, a, a third of your hardcore Star Wars fans are still fucking anti-Semitic, racist scumbags. Yeah. You know, as as is evidenced by the reaction to things like, oh, how come we have a black lead character? Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: Uh, so anyway,
2: so th- there's a group of people in this film that all have oh. special abilities in their Psychic. own way. Psychic. Psychic. Yeah, Psychic. and they they all meet up uh, every year or every so often to kind of powwow. And one of their friends uh, has died, and they are sent to this house, the same house that the beginning of the film takes now, place in. Let's let's to meet up for his uh, his funeral.
0: Let's be clear, he psychically reaches out to these uh, previous uh, co-conspirators, workers, whatever, and draws them to this building. That is is true. But they don't know he's dead until they get there.
2: That is also true. Right. That is also true. So when they arrive, they see that he's in a casket and he's dead, and they're basically staying there to bury... Usually those two things go together. Yeah, uh, to bury uh, their friend. Right. Uh, and, and then hilarity ensues, uh, essentially, because uh, the, the, the longer the film goes on, the more you uh, start to learn through certain things. Um, like, for instance, uh, the, there's one character in the film that whatever she touches, she can see where it's uh, been and what has happened to it. Uh-huh. And immediately, and this is not your movie challenge, that's why I'm going to tell you this right now. Immediately, I flash back to the movie Vibes yeah, with oh, Jeff Goldblum. Right. You kidding me? That's like all I was thinking about halfway through this film I was like I want to watch vibes. And the thing is, I was gonna challenge you to that film, but it's a comedy and But it's you know, vibes. Yeah, I know it's a comedy, but I I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling it as my movie challenge. Um because there's everybody everybody uh, in because the the film Vibes came out a year before this one. Mm-hmm came out in 88 and then this came out in 89 so it's almost like they took the, the the characters from vibes and put them in this it's like one person if they touch something they can like the one girl she lays on the bed and she's like oh clark gable and greta garbo fucked on this bed and it's like okay that's jeff goblum because in the beginning he puts his head on the table he goes someone has had sex on this table well, now, and then the two forget, doctors look at each other
0: <laughs> it was a big time for psychics too don't forget in 1989 second sight
2: Second Sight. Also with in John 88, Lericatt, uh, the seventh...
0: With John Larroquette and Bronson Pinchot.
2: Yeah. Uh, also in 88 was The Seventh Sign with Demi Moore.
0: Yeah, but that wasn't really psychic. That it wasn't was really, really psychic,
2: different. but it was a, you know, a... Like, you're, you're, you're important. But like, uh, psychic like, powers were like... a higher like, being kind of thing. Psychic powers were big in the late 80s. They were. They made a yeah. bunch of movies like that. So... Uh, these puppets are on the loose in the house. they're just walking around and...
0: now I'll gotta tell you, the only two things I remembered from this film before going back and rewatching it was the puppets right and, and uh, the, her the, the the female psychic talking about oh two, 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 uh, two women from the war spent a weekend on this bed or in this bathtub <laughs> <laughs> Like that's, that was stuck in my psyche. That one real. scene with her talking about the lesbians in a bathtub over a weekend, at, like during the war, and and puppets killing people. That was the only thing I remember about this film, so yeah. it, I had to rewatch I, I,
2: it. I remembered attention. less. <laughs> <laughs> this was one of those late night Cinemax uh, ventures that uh, just flipping through channels, just happened to, happened to turn it on, and I watched it. Well, and I'll tell I you, too, it. the
0: reason I saw this film on video was because I read about it in Fangoria magazine. I was, and they had Pinhead and Blade. Yep. Uh, and uh, I, I, I keep forgetting the name of the, I, the, the, the Nazi puppet with the drill head. I think it was
2: Driller, but I could be wrong. Oh. And
0: Leech, Leech Lady or Leech Miss Woman. Leech, Miss Leech. That's Miss Leech is what she's called? I believe
2: it's Miss Leech.
0: I just called it the Leech Woman because she, uh, th- that always fascinated me. That's the weirdest oh. fucking concept.
2: You know what's interesting? What? She is credited as Leech Woman, but the trailer that I played uh-huh. says Miss Leech.
0: Yeah, it's Leech Woman. Yeah. That's how that's what they called it in the in the uh, magazine too. Okay. I think I even had like a like a her picture oh, cut and out. The, my the, the
2: Driller guy, his name is Tunneler.
0: Tunneler, thank you. I knew I knew it wasn't Driller. But <laughs> the uh driller. A Pinhead I remembered in Blade. Pinhead. Yep. Is this what- was, I and I loved reading about how like they had a midget playing that and like the midget had to put her I think it was a female, she had to put her hands through this thing and put her head down. Yeah. So it was like the hands.
2: <laughs> I love the scene where uh the one woman he uh like hit you know, breaks her leg and then he mm-hmm. he just see slowly because it's all stop motion for that type of stuff. He slowly goes up to her and then just like you see the real hand of the puppet part, just like slowly punch her in the face. Yeah,
0: <laughs> repeatedly. But it's, but it's like, like eight or nine shots of like the, bam, bam, <laughs> and she she's like going back. I like, do. She's not hitting me that hard. It's a right. puppet. And, and I'll, then she I'll grabs him, a
2: puppet swing. Yeah, and then she grabs him and throws him like you know four flights down the stairs, mm-hmm. and he's fine. He gets up, but you can hear him go. Ugh.
0: Uh, I mean, the puppets really—they only have like four or five minutes of screen time. Really, a lot of it's just people running around. And
2: uh, yeah, it was the first film, and you know, they—I they, they, don't <laughs> know if budget. they were even expecting to franchise it like they did, but uh, they well, figured it the, out. So that
0: was the one interesting I read. Plus um, the budget.
2: I mean, there's only so much you can do with that kind of budget. Yeah. Even now the, for the 1989.
0: One, what I found interesting was um, I was checking through stuff on the film and apparently the the director uh was not asked to come back to any of the film any of the other sequels
2: For to work a reason? on
0: and the main reason was so that uh uh what's his face um
2: is it the producer charles band
0: yeah um that, like the reason they didn't bring him back was that uh if he came back uh charles Brent, charles band couldn't pretty much claim that the whole series was his oh because yeah. he came
2: up with the story, and Schmoller, which is the director, he Light. wrote the screenplay. hmm Exactly. Oh, that makes a lot of... Oh, that's a, that's a real fucking... Fucked yeah. Up, that's a fucked-up move. Because, mm-hmm. uh, because it does say Charles Band's, you know, Puppet Master series and all the promotional stuff. Charles Band is, you know, he's the guy. Right.
0: Now all he got was all that Dave Schmoller got was a character credit in future films, but they didn't bring him back for anything because Charles Band was pretty much wanted to be like, "Oh, this is mine. I did this."
2: <laughs> he only came up with the story though, but okay. Yeah. Well, I guess he was well, you know what? He's made what, 11 of these movies. So, it's his Star Wars.
0: Yeah, but, but he's a fucking you know?
2: shit-heel producer. Fuck uh, well, him. yeah. But it's his Star Wars. It's like what Lucas has done with Star Wars, he he's directed Two movies before Star Wars, and that's it. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done jack shit other than Star Wars. Well, th-
0: th- I mean, well, th- th- in his defense, not really that much. Charles Band has produced, directed, uh, and written quite a lot. Now, uh, not in his defense, a lot of it is shit. Well, yeah. You know, this is a guy who pretty sure. much like. He just... looks at
2: Puppet Master and he's like, this is the best I've ever done. I may as well hold on to it.
0: Yeah, I mean this is the guy who wrote Evil Bong and Evil Bong Two, King Bong. <laughs> so, you know, this is the guy who pretty much I mean, this is the this is the guy that gave us Doll Man. Uh, yeah. And not only Doll Man, but Dollman versus Demonic Toys. So <laughs> uh, Yeah. Uh, by the way, I tried to get a copy of Doll Man, couldn't yeah. find it. But I did get a copy of Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. Well, there you go. Yeah, so I mean what more do you? What, what more could you want? What more? Yeah. Now this this guy's a directed video whore, but uh, whatever.
2: Yeah, and I'm sure he lives in a very nice house.
0: I hey, you know whatever. I'm not.
2: I'm just saying that's. You know. Oh, I'm not giving him any credit. I'm just saying for all the shit that he's done, I'm sure he's made quite a bit of money.
0: I, I gotta tell you, I don't think I ever watched any of the other Puppet Master films, but I've got them all now. And some night I'm gonna pull a fucking uh,
2: marathon. Marathon. That's the word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've never seen any of the puppet masters aside from the first one and i don't think i intend to watch them i i think i probably watched puppet master 2 but i don't remember anything about it so i have to
0: call it a no show I
2: don't know think, i don't think i've ever seen one single frame of puppet master 2 it's okay just, it's just one of those why bother for me it's like why bother kind of films or series
0: oh Couple, couple of interesting things um, is that uh, the guy that plays Neil, uh, Jimmy Skaggs. Jimmy Skaggs. He's a bunch of stuff, uh, including Oblivion, another great directed video uh, sci-fi horror piece of shit. And he was one of the drug dealers in Lethal Weapon 1 at the beginning at the tree park. Oh, Neil
2: Gallagher. Jimmy Skaggs is played by Neil Gallagher.
0: No, no. Vice versa. Neil. Gar- oh, Jimmy Scott.
2: Oh, Neil Gallagher's. Okay, you're played right. Played
0: by Jimmy Scott. Neil was the guy in the coffin. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. He's yeah, got that incredible. weird like uh, scar in his face. Like when he's mm-hmm. raping the girl and he's making that face. I wanted to still frame that because it's fucking creepy. <laughs> you, you, you too.
0: <laughs> Honestly, the first thing in my head was I need that for my for like I, I need that as a wallpaper. I. That's fucking. That's that's great. That is the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Thank yeah, you, Joey. Know, so it's, much better now.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> so speaking of scary faces, uh, and I know it's slightly off topic, but I started to watch a little bit of that film, Terrifier. <laughs> Someone the work recommended that today. Did they really? Yeah. I watched the first twenty minutes of that, and uh-huh. Art the clown. He's the you know he's he's the fucking demented clown that kills people in that movie. Uh-huh. Genuinely. Creepy as fuck. Just okay. his facial expressions are genuinely fucking creepy. All
0: right, all right. Just to clarify, the guy at work didn't recommend it. He said he saw it, and he said, yeah, it's just a typical over, you know, too much violence, blood shit, cheap budget, you know, bad acting. And I was like, oh, this sounds like it's up my alley.
2: <laughs> and you so, know what's funny about that? I thought that the acting wasn't that bad. thought the budget was pretty good for what I saw. And I thought the quality... Of the, of, of the film as far... Because you can always... We've been doing this a long time. We've watched film for a really long time. Whenever you get a minuscule budget and you can only hire a certain type of actor, you can you can tell right away. And this film doesn't feel like that. It feels like everyone that's, that acted in this movie genuinely tried to give a, a good performance. You don't get that straight to video acting feel and as far as how it was filmed you can tell that they did a pretty good job as far as the equipment used sound lighting um it it all around i i would i i was in imp- i was a bit impressed at, because i was expecting what your coworker was describing and it's not what i saw at all okay and uh, as far as the special effects and makeup go, for the budget, pretty fucking good. I'll leave it at that.
0: I, now I have to see it. And right. Art
2: the Clown, there is a scene in the in a, in a pizza shop where he's interacting with two girls. There is His interaction with them is just genuinely fucking creepy. It's just fucking Dude, super creepy.
0: You had me at creepy. You don't have to keep selling it.
2: Yeah. I, to be now, honest, I would even tell you after the show tonight. Just watch the first fifteen minutes. Okay. Seriously. Well, not tonight, but I will watch it this weekend. Just watch the first fifteen minutes, just to kind of get a little taste of it.
0: I'll get my I'll get my wife in on it. Yeah. Um, now, also starring in the film, the lead the lead psychic, the main one, our hero of the film, uh, Alex Whitaker, is played by Paul LaMarche. Who and I...
2: if we hadn't reviewed Rock and Rule, that would be your challenge, right? Because cause... I only heard omar from rock and rule the entire film
0: i didn't have that problem however paul lamette has always always creeped me out yeah there's something something about about his face yeah there's something about his face and something about his delivery he doesn't seem human to me he's got
2: that creepy uncle he uh, not I even creep to it.
0: No, nah, he's like a creepy automaton. I don't see I feel like if you strip to I think he's the real puppet. I just <laughs> there's something about him as an actor that has always bothered me. It's it's like Jan Michael Vincent has more warmth, you know? Wow. I mean and that's you know doesn't make sense to people that like Jan Michael Vincent, but still I it's just <laughs> He, he, i i feel like he has no range of emotion I've i'm getting never really... like
2: airwolf flashbacks now yeah, yeah but as then soon again as you he... said jan michael vincent
0: <laughs> but then again paul matt's been in you know at least a couple of oscar nominee oscar films paul matt i don't know no I mean, no no, no. But... i know paul matt is still alive. oh yeah he's still about alive. jan
2: michael vincent
0: jan michael vincent i didn't didn't he like die in a helicopter crash
2: no, no, he got into like, a, I think he. Oh,
0: a motorcycle accident. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And he's that's... like, what's all fucked up?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, he's still alive.
2: Yeah. He, yeah, was, yeah, on, he was on he's... Howard Stern, and he was like, he had a bit, you know, like facial hair, like a goatee, and he was wearing like a, an eye patch. He had like a fucking eye patch on. He was wearing, uh, you know, a, a hat. He was like dressed all kind of like, uh, really like, uh, like heavily dressed as far as like what he was wearing and no he, not, he a, could, not
0: a motorcycle crash car crash
2: okay he could barely talk he, well, he it did says talk car
0: crash, but I, I i seem to remember a motorcycle being involved i don't know well that's gary Busey was motorcycle maybe no you're right okay you know that? that was an auto accident so 96 yeah
2: so anyway he's like all fucked up like all fucked up
0: Ooh! in 2012, he had a uh, lower half of his right leg amputated. Jesus
2: Christ.
0: Ooh! he's got a prosthetic right foot.
2: <sighs> Yikes. Well, Howard Stern asked him because of all the shit he went through with the car accident and, and, you know, all the medication and all that fuck. He's like, you are one tough motherfucker, aren't you? And Jan Michael Fentz is like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> I just re- I vividly remember that part of the interview.
0: Well, yeah, in 2007 he was asked about his 1996 car accident. His answer was, "You know, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't remember being in an accident." <laughs> but but his career failed due to alcoholism uh which fucked him up during his work on the Airwolf TV show.
2: It all the way back then, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, wasn't he wasn't he in that surfer film?
2: Yeah, there's pictures of it. Uh mm-hmm. Big Wednesday. What's his name? Big Wednesday, nineteen seventy eight, with Gary Busey, William Cat and yeah. Jan Michael Vincent. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a picture of him. I mean, like he's totally, you know, ripped and everything. He's like in great shape. It's like the dude probably could have been one of the biggest actors working, but just it wasn't for him. I, I guess. don't
0: think I don't think he had the range.
2: Well, as far as those types of roles, he would have been able to do those movies all day long. Supporting I don't know. Guaranteed. Maybe he 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 had the whole fucking world.
0: I I I don't know.
2: Airwolf. Where do you go from Airwolf? Right into a wall. Well, there you go. (laughs) Uh,
0: No, I think there was like like a ten year gap. He was nominated for two
2: Golden Globes. Uh huh. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series, miniseries, or motion picture for the movie The Winds of War. I'm sorry, the Golden Globes are a joke. I don't even want to talk about the Golden well, Globes. Best Supporting Actor for a Motion Picture, Going Home. Yeah, Yeah. Vietnam it, stuff. Yeah, it, he could have... he could have absolutely, he, Hey, people have made a bigger career with less.
0: I'm, I'm okay, I'm not
2: arguing. I'm just uh, saying I'm just right. saying, if he wasn't addicted to alcohol, he, he probably would have...
0: I'm just saying Jan Michael Vincent didn't have enough range. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all
2: I'm saying. All you're saying. He uh, the last thing he acted in was White Boy. Uh, in two thousand and two. I missed it. He was in um, Buffalo '66. He was uh, he was the one that um, what's his face did um, Vincent Gallo.
0: Now, now going back to Puppet Master. Yeah. Uh, the biggest flaw Puppet Master has is uh, lack of a budget. Yeah. And, it. Now, it, get, it sets up that whole prologue with the Nazis and the Puppet Master, mm-hmm. but none of that is really needed at all. Oh, no. You could have started the film with the psychics, and it would have been just as, like, impactful. Sure. Yeah. Except, do... you, except you wouldn't know that there were puppets involved. That's the only thing that you would be like, oh, what's, what's what, all of a sudden there's puppets? What's this? And actually, that would have been even cooler. Well, like, I you, mean. You're do you just... doing, like, this whole psychic big chill thing, and all of a sudden puppets start killing people? So what the fuck?
2: Yeah, just you know, take the opening of the film, replace uh, William Hickey with uh, the uh, the Nothing, the skags. nothing. Uh, no, you just make him the puppet master and and make him the one creating the puppets and putting the spell. Not
0: even the, no, not it's,
2: even it's that simple.
0: No, no, just lose the prologue. Just, just, just start it with the psychics. Like, oh, gee, there's leeches on me. Oh, no, no, there's not. Let me call my other psychic friends. Um, <laughs> uh, and I've gotta, I've gotta argue with the logic of the film where the they they have the puppet master where his big concern, and this they have to go to his diary to learn this. His concern was that somebody else controlling the puppets would have evil consequences. So apparently the puppets weren't dangerous when uh, oh, the well, old
2: guy when the old con- guy was doing it, right?
0: But so these puppets under the under the the spell or under the control of this new puppet master Neil great name for a villain by the way uh neil uh <laughs> they, they kill like a bunch of innocent people but then when he starts slapping around the his wife all of a sudden they grow a conscience
2: oh right yeah
0: the fuck is that and and at that point um i think when when the when the the what's the jester's name i've free my name is catch- jester Jester, there you go. When, when that's lazy. That's lazy. It,
2: it, it is lazy.
0: Really, uh, the blade and all this stuff. They, him like Jester. Just call the fucking, just call it burrower, like the driller. You know. The driller. Tunneler, sorry. Tunneler. Um, but his head spun around and his face changed. Yes. And Holly was like, "That doesn't make any sense because there's only one face on there. Yeah. How does that happen?" I was like, "You're
2: messing with magic, dear." Yeah, it's, you know, it's, so it's, the whole reason okay, he's alive is because of a magic spell.
0: You're okay with the puppets like like running around and killing people, but you're you're not okay with the fact that the face changes. Because I don't know, I I think that's not where you draw the line. <laughs> if you're okay with like animated puppets killing people, I think you're okay with the face changing without like any like logical, you know. Let's let's just stretch let's stretch a little bit.
2: Yeah, uh, agreed. And
0: and also the whole idea of, is like okay. I learned how I found the puppet master thing, and I'm now I'm con- i now i I've become immortal. But I knew that you would all figure it out eventually because we have a psychic bond. So I brought you here to kill you. I was like, well, could you couldn't you have just killed them when they figured it out and came to you?
2: But well, yeah, because he wants to the kill them her? so that they can live forever too.
0: No, he did not say
2: that. He did say that at one point. No. He ba- no. Well, actually, what he said was Paul LaMatt's character. He says, "Come on." Let me let you live forever. Right. Like, basically, but, he's like, let me let me kill you. Right. Won't but you let I, me kill you?
0: I don't know if he was going to let the... Uh, eh, he's, he was vague on that part about bringing the others to life. He did say he was tired playing with puppets and he wanted to do the real thing, but I think he just wanted to do it with one of them. I don't know if he wanted to bring them all back. But he So he didn't bring back any of the psychics, but he brought back the maid as a puppet? The fuck?
2: Yeah, right.
0: Come on. <laughs> Even that, like, I... I there's, like, there's, a, there's, a, there's a thin thread there that just doesn't really work too much. I mean, no. but the, the, the hard part is they had to come up with a plot to fill acting and stuff to fill the spaces where they couldn't afford puppets running around and killing people.
2: Yeah, because all that puppet stuff, if any of it was interacting with humans, it was done in stop motion.
0: Right, which was nice to see, you know, like the old stop motion. Sure.
2: It felt very, you know, Harry... Um, Harryhausen. Harryhausen. So, Ray Harryhausen, yeah. So it you know back then that's how you did that shit. It was all stop motion. I mean even fucking Tim Burton was using it in Beetlejuice the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, it just well he was a proprietor of Disney and Disney did a bunch of stop motion. Uh he did a bunch of stop motion for Disney, I should say. So that's why he's such a huge stop motion guy and that's why movies like Nightmare Before Christmas got made cuz he was a producer on that, you know, Coraline and uh um, the what is the other one? The Corpse Bride. It's like that's all Ugh. in the same style. And it's all because of Tim Burton. So like it or not, you know, at least he's he's kept that style alive. It could have went the way of the dodo, but you know, you gotta I, I give him credit for at least keeping that style of animation around. So, mm-hmm. but anyway. Yeah. Um so but is is overall as a film, I mean I didn't hate the movie. I, I it's not a bad movie, like a horrible yeah, it is. movie. Yeah yeah it is. No no no, it's not that no, it's a bad listen, movie. Listen, it's a bad movie. It's oh, a bad Okay, movie. I should I should reword that. It's a bad it, yeah. movie, but it's not a horrible movie.
0: It, it it's it's a bad movie.
2: It's a bad listen, it's it's a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Um but there's way worse.
0: Oh no, sure there is, but it's a bad yeah. movie. Yes. Now now here, here I got a question for you.
2: Yeah, who's your favorite puppet? My favorite puppet. Yes. Um,
0: <sighs> Who's the best puppet in your in your mind? Best puppet.
2: You know, I might go Pinhead, but I I might go I might go Tunneler. I, I think I'm t- going Tunneler really tunneler maybe leech woman
0: see i'm i'm leech
2: woman hands down yeah you know what leech woman leech woman's my favorite just because puppet. it's just like her mouth. Ma- uh, uh, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it might be some kind of weird sexual thing there i don't know but yeah. i i lead towards it well, Now, who's she's your, a
2: part of uh, your challenge by the way who's your least favorite puppet oh um uh i think it's jester me too who yeah. do, who, what what is it, like the ringleader? What the fuck does he do? Yeah, he just sits there and makes faces.
0: Yeah, he doesn't get his hands bloody or anything. How come, like, yeah, they're all doing the legwork, but he's the one, like, the puppet master talks to? What the fuck's up with that?
2: Yeah, I... Ooh, my head spins. Yeah, Jester was just... Eh. Yeah.
0: He,
1: he now, himself.
0: again, I
2: haven't seen any movies past this, so I don't know how much he gets involved in later films. I'm assuming they all get a lot of kill time.
0: I, I don't know. I, I have to, um... I don't know. Um, that was the main question I had for you. What was your least favorite and most favorite most puppet? At least and most,
2: yeah. So That's important.
0: And, and all the kills were kind of lame in the film too. Oh, to be yeah. honest.
2: I'm sure, because there's so many movies, those get better. You know, as far as the kills go, I'm sure they're more violent. And, I'm sure you know, they're, out of twelve soldiers, gotta be a better kill. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you that. And I and again. The animation, or how the puppets are animated in the first film, as compared to say the Littlest Reich. Who I don't. I've never seen anything past the first film, so I don't know if they're still doing stop motion. If they've, no, I'm it. So I don't know. How, how do these puppets well, interact and move in later movies? Well, it Doesn't
0: matter because we're judging the first film.
2: We are judging the first film.
0: Now, now the uh, the Puppet Master from 1989 currently has a rating of 5.7 on IMDb. What would you rate this film, sir? I think I'd be okay with a five. Same here. Yeah. Right down the middle. It's, 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 yeah. it's interesting enough to draw your attention, but there's nothing special here, yeah. really. Except Bleach Woman. She's special.
2: She's special. Yes. <laughs> Bleach Woman. Oh, ah, ah, ah. She's making those noises. Like There's that one part where the guy's tied up with yeah. the blindfold on, and she's like licking his nipple... And he's just like, oh, yeah, baby, yeah. And she's just going, making "Ah, ah, ah, a noise. And then a leech starts coming out of her mouth. And it's like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's like, I'm oddly oddly intrigued by this. (laughs) And then he's like, ow, that hurts. Ow, you're hurting me. And then it's like the blindfold kind of moves a bit. And he's like, whoa. Oh, your I mean, your mouth isn't
0: a quarter of an inch wide. I couldn't yeah. imagine that. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's yeah. There's it's a scene really, right there. I, I I would point to Puppet Master as like just a perfect example of of the the birth of directed video yeah. horror films. Is really the first phase where they started saying, okay, it's not even worth it for us to, to, to release it in the theater. Let's just drop it on the the pop, mom and pop shops. Because, I mean, the first the first iteration was like all the old horror films, putting up, dumping them on video and getting them out there, you know, make them die slowly, all that shit, all the 70s horror films. They put them in big boxes up on the shelves the second. And then the second wave was all these. Oh, you know what? We can just like make these films for a shoestring budget and put them direct to video doesn't cost us half as much distributing, you know. Prints and advertising is fucking, you know, a fortune. We'll just just print this shit out and people will rent it just to do it. And the video stores will buy it just to fill their shelves. Fuck it. We don't need an audience. All we need is a shelf.
2: That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And the pay-per-view was pretty much born uh, Mm -hmm. for movies at at around this time. A couple of years earlier.
0: That's where you got a lot of, like, the sleeper hit. I think a lot of it came from like this was a generation of sleeper hit too where you had these films that like uh sure the a video a rental store would buy like one copy so they would sell a certain amount of copies but then like 500 people would watch it from that one video store yeah and you get this like this word of mouth and you wouldn't really have the it, like you didn't have that that tally like you did with theater tickets to say oh you know so many people love this film it was a you couldn't track it
2: yeah, I remember uh, when we had our, you know, uh, we had a video, um, a movie store rental. and you, you, That was when you had to pay to be a member. At one mm-hmm. point they made oh, yeah. it free, but in the beginning you had to pay. It was a, it was a membership yeah. in order to rent films. I remember And that. I remember the first video store, and I've told this on the show a hundred times, but the first store we, we ever were a member at was in North Arlington, right on, uh, right on River... River Road and mm-hmm. or I'm sorry Ridge Road and one side of the store was beta one side was VHS cuz they were both out at the same time. Yep. And I remember wanting to watch certain movies we'd have to get put on a reserve list.
0: Yeah, I remember that too. And it would
2: be like, "Oh, there's like 20 people ahead of you." It's like, "Jesus mm-hmm. Christ." So, mm-hmm. essentially if you rented a film for a couple of, you know, you got it for a couple of days, like I think the the normal rental time was like, twenty four like to forty eight hours. So we'll right. just say two days. You got twenty people ahead of you. You're not watching that movie for almost two months. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's, it's like you were looking at a month and a half or so before you actually got to see it.
0: Yeah. So you and so these direct to video films, you really couldn't track how popular they were. It was all word of mouth, and then it yeah. would just be all of a sudden. So when they started doing DVDs and stuff, uh, like all these had these films, or you know, that's. They didn't know they would be so popular. Pretty you know, much. They didn't know, they didn't know there was an audience for this stuff because they, there was no way to track it except through, you know. Now you can track it through, you know, hits and uh, ratings and IMDb and right. voting and shit. But you know, when when internet was in its infancy and all you had was a spam cam, uh, I mean, you, you couldn't you couldn't track this stuff.
2: Nope. Not at all.
0: Oh, and by the way, I just want to point out the demographics. IMDb fucked up the demographics, so it's not as much fun for me. But I, I do want to point out that the highest uh, rating demographic for Puppet Master is males under 18 uh, at 6.8, all seven of them.
2: Oh, I'm looking at that.
0: <laughs> and the lowest demographic is uh, females under 18, three stars, all one of them.
2: Just one. Just one. Well, that's a bit skewed, though. I mean, that's one person that hated oh, sure. it.
0: That is it. It's yeah. one, one female under 18 decided to rate this film. That was made in 1989. Yeah, the average is
2: our age group, which makes sense because it came out in 89, is uh, 30 to 44. It's a 5.6, has the most votes, well, the second it, most.
0: Sadly, in in a couple of weeks, I will be out of that age group, and I <laughs> I will become the 45-plus. <laughs> no. Yes. In two weeks' time, I will be the last demographic age group.
2: Oh, geez. Yikes. Ouch. I know. I know. I I still got three years to go on that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because I still look, you know, it's like, oh, you know, 35 to 45. I'm like, yes, I'm still in that one. Nope.
0: (laughs) Ah, super. That's that. But uh, Puppet Master, I don't recommend it at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, honestly, the best thing about Puppet Master is look up the pictures of the puppets and just imagine what they do. And you're going to get just as much. There's really nothing yeah. really to recommend. The only thing I liked about the film is that when they do the exterior shot of the hotel, it's literally a model held up by a like a fishing wire in front of a like like forced perspective in front of like a sand dune. Yeah. so it looks like the hotels i, I lo, that's the that's like old school shit back you're going back to like bad taste that kind of stuff i right. love like the fact that they did like an old school forced perspective it's of the like house if the somebody
2: health. like gave you and i like fifty thousand dollars to make a movie we would be using tons of shit like that because it's yeah because it would be easy and we'd be able to keep the budget up you know i mean in check that was that was one reason
0: why I was so, such a big fan of um, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings is that even though he had all of this high-tech gadgetry available to him, a lot of the stuff with the hobbits and humans, he did forced perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, like went out of his way to do it. So it, 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 when he could have sure. easily just did like a digital split screen and no one would have noticed, but he's like, no, fuck that shit. Let's build this thing. Let's build it so like he's sitting in the foreground. Fucking genius.
2: Yeah, and then he'd, he'd sure. Him, when Gandalf is talking with, uh, when he's having tea, with Bilbo, and... Because mm-hmm. I remember watching it in the special features. He's having tea with Bilbo, right? Right. And Bilbo, he's got the teapot. He's got the teapot, and he pours tea for both of them. They show the, the forced perspective shot of where he's pouring tea for him and mm-hmm. uh, for Gandalf. And the cups are like, you know, however many feet apart. But then, Gandalf takes the top off of the teapot. Right. And... The way that works, if you watch, he slowly does it and then slowly puts it back. And the reason for that is because the top of the teapot, that the, the lid, is on a wire. Mm-hmm. So that it's in perfect position so that when he puts it down, it looks as if he put it on the teapot. But yeah. it's actually, if you look at it from an angle, it's just suspended in air.
0: Yeah, uh, genius, like shit, like genius that. shit. Yeah, and then he did King Kong.
2: Uh, yeah, which he took full advantage of every special I, effect. Okay. And he took advantage. He took
0: advantage of me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, anyway what's, what's, so what's
0: my damage? This, so,
2: this... so, so your movie challenge. Yes, uh, it's based off a of leech woman. Nice. I mean, it, it shouldn't be too hard to guess this one. Um, but I'll tell you what movie it's not. Okay. It is not Night of the Creeps. Fair enough. Okay. And I because it was that film and the other film were the only two films I was thinking of while watching anything with Leech Woman. And I'm like, I gotta challenge Scott to, you know, one of these two movies. And I and I decided I was going to do Night of the Creeps and I decided against it because I enjoy that film too much. And I not that we'd have a hard time reviewing it. I I just I enjoy it too much. And it's, it's almost, it, that's a horror movie and it's like a 6.9 on IMDb, which is ridiculously low. difficult. It's low, but it's, that is, that is difficult to get for a horror film. Yeah. It's pr- pretty much a seven. That, that's like, you know, Oscar nominated films get seven. <laughs> so, so I decided to go with my other choice, which is the one that I actually thought of first before Night of the Creeps. And, um, it's low budget. It's a horror movie. It came out a couple of years after Night of the Creeps. And uh it's uh if I remember correctly, the plot is that, you know, sp- space alien or whatever comes to earth and infects you know, things that go around and kill people. Does that sound familiar at all? No. Should I just tell you then? Give me a hint. Okay. So they're not leeches, but they're similar to leeches.
0: We're talking like 92, 93? We're talking
2: like 88. Oh, 88. 88 horror film. Uh, It was actually one of the scenes in the video Armageddon uh, uh, mixtape. It was a dude Mm. and a chick on a bed, and then she falls off the bed...
0: I remember that scene, but I don't remember the. I don't know the film. Okay, it's that movie. Okay, I don't know the film. Okay. Because I don't. I don't Because I, I, I saw that scene. I've never. And I know seen, what you're talking about. I've, and I've never
2: seen the film. I've never seen the film. I've only seen you know like little clips here and there, uh-huh. but it was the first thing I thought of when leech woman came up on the screen and she was spitting those leeches out. And what's the name of the film? Slugs.
0: Slugs. Yeah, I've never seen slugs.
2: I've, but it's supposed to be horrible. And I know you gave me a little shit uh, last time for uh, challenging you to a good film. I
0: hate when you give me good films because there's nothing to talk about. It's not fun. And I find that if I I
2: did challenge you to Night of the Creeps, even though the connection is probably... Like, if you want to go to a a direct connection for Leech Woman and Night Night of the Creeps, it's probably closer because these are slugs that are killing people. But they're like mutant slugs so it's kind of the same thing anyway yeah
0: well mutant slugs go figure you know yeah
2: so i didn't want to do night of the creeps because i i personally find that's a good film fair enough and i thought we would have a lot more fun with slugs anyway and it is the first film i thought of so i'm game so slugs Now, do you own a copy of this film i do it is on my plex There we go i believe shout factory (laughs) <laughs> uh, I believe it, either Shout Factory. There's that other company that's uh, similar to Shout Factory, where they do they they uh, remaster a lot of films that like our oh. types of films. Um, let me see. Severin? uh no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Because I, I, I know them, but that's not who I'm thinking of.
0: I I, I actually ordered from Severin. They did a limited edition um, DVD uh, Blu-ray of um, Combat Shock. Oh God! Really? And, and I was like, and it, it comes with an actual cut of the eight millimeter film itself, right? And a, and a book made on it. I was like, I was like, I gotta, I gotta get it. <laughs> Such an obscure fucking film to do a limited edition on is like, I, I, I rarely buy DVDs these days or Blu-rays these days, and I had to, I had to snag it.
2: Now I'm trying to see if I can find, find it quick, uh, the company, but I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember. Uh, just trying to remember a movie that they might have released.
0: Oh, you're killing me.
2: Yeah, but it, it's 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 a it's a movie company that's just like Shout Factory. They release a lot of movies like Shout Factory does. Because what's what's uh what's what's ironic about it is like I'm looking. It's like oh, that movie's being re-released. I bet Shout Factory's doing it. And it's always this. Not always, but it's the other company, and it's like, ah, I got to remember who they are. Because I can never remember because they have, not that they have a weird name, they just. Just trying to remember a type of movie that they did. Oh, here we go. Like, uh, Chud. Did they do Chud? No. I thought
0: Shop Factory did Chud.
2: No. Well, a company called Arrow. Um, oh, okay. The stuff arrow did the stuff as well um brain damage is it? brain damage arrow maybe it's arrow i don't know i don't think i was thinking of arrow
0: well when you figure it out you should let us know i should
2: let you all know so i'm not (laughs) doing this on on the show basket case arrow yeah it's arrow it has to be okay because it's like they're doing all the films that i'm thinking of
0: i've got a couple arrow um audio commentary copies floating around yeah
2: that might be what you're talking about. It is, yeah, it's Arrow. Okay. The Beast. The Beast yep. was done by Shout Factory. The Beast Within. The Blob. Who did the Blob? Oh, that! Wow, the Blob isn't released on Blu-ray? Which one? The, the original? The remake from 88. <laughs> Good. Well, but still, how is that not released? What are they fucking waiting oh.
0: for? Oh, hopefully for hell to freeze over. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but it, it's arrow. Yeah, every because I'm just looking at everything, and it's just like damn. Oh,
0: by the way, um, since we're coming close to Halloween, real quick, did were we talking at one point that there's a producer's version of How, Curse of Michael Myers?
2: Yeah, there is. I have it. It's like you have a, it? it's a, yeah. It's. Um, I just it's got a work print, it. I think. I just got it because like I, like I think we were talking about it at one time,
0: print. and I was like, I'd never heard about it before, but I just got it, so I haven't watched it.
2: Um, Pretty sure I have it on my. Oh,
0: uh, I I don't want to go back. I mean, we we started watching all the all the Halloween films, and we didn't get past H two O.
2: Oh,
0: uh, and I forget if Curse of Michael Myers before that or not. And I honestly, w- we watched them all up to H two O, and I still don't remember anything past Part Two. Well, this, it's really an unforgettable series. After that,
2: Carpenter has has gone on record because uh, he's obviously seen this reboot of. Mm-hmm. Um, of Halloween, it's not actually a reboot. From what I understand, it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first it's direct, film.
0: It's a direct sequel to the first film. It's it's, it's a it's a fourth uh, it's a fourth storyline. By the way, I'm always plugging um, Dead Meat, right? Uh, that the YouTube channel. He's doing the Halloween series right now. Oh,
2: okay. He just
0: he just did Halloween three, and and again he. I I love this guy in so many levels because he, he even said it's not a great film, but it's he loves it for like because it's so wacky. And I was like, damn, that's why I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> he he just nails like the same kind he nails the same kind of things that you and I, I think you and I would get along with this fucking guy awesomely. He he sees things the way we see them. Yeah. Yes, he's one of us. But uh,
2: now it's uh, uh, it's. The one from '95 that has the producer slash director slash screen print, it's, right? It's the Curse of Michael Myers. Is the name of the
0: one, name of it?
2: The Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, that's yes. the one from '95. Now, okay. I I don't have it on my Plex, but I know I had it, so I don't know I ha- where the hell it went.
0: Okay, I I have them all on my Plex, and I just got the producer's copy. So if you're missing it, I can get it to you. Okay. Um, I may try to go back and rewatch some of them. This uh, I, well, I'm watching the Kill Count. Uh, to refresh myself but i'm I'm going to try to watch h20 forward before the new one
2: okay yeah um, the carpenters come out and said this is the best halloween since the original halloween well now, yeah i, think, I don't like, know danny, if he just says that to say it because one's coming out and of course he's going to get royalties and well, paid for it but i have a feeling my gut feeling is that he fucking means it
0: well i mean from what i've heard danny mcbride like approached him about it so i you know he i think he was in the loop to yeah. a certain
2: extent did, uh, yeah. there's a, a trailer or like a i guess it's a teaser um or a clip is really what i would equate it to uh but there's a shot where the camera is following michael myers into a house mm mm-hmm. which they is from what i remember of watching all the halloween films they've never really done that before
0: it was usually pov and then yeah. like he would, and then he would come out of the like the like, like the people on screen could only see what's in the screen so he would come out of the side screen like boo
2: right well like you know, they like... see they show Michael Myers walking a couple of kids bump into him you know it's Halloween night so he doesn't look out of the ordinary so they bump into him and then he turns around and the camera promptly follows him into a house where mm-hmm. he has the knife and he goes in you hear someone scream so I thought that was a neat camera uh, angle to show that from well, because you're following him instead of, instead of again like you said seeing it from his point of view or just seeing a long shot of him just walking. It this, actually followed him. I thought that. And was that's neat. why
0: this that's why this is so much of a better idea than a reboot because Rob Zombie tried to turn it into his own thing. Yeah. And and Danny McBride instead is saying no. Let's do an. It's not even an homage. Let's carry on the tradition of what that film was in a sequel.
2: Right. So let's I make feel, it feel I, like the first Halloween film right. so, and go with it.
0: So they're not trying to, they're not trying to copy it. They're not technically doing an homage. They're just like, they're just they're continuing just, the theme. And that's like, great.
2: Like, I love fucking, that.
0: How fucking, when, when was the last time that was done? It's, it's, I think this is opening up a whole new door of, Hey, let's, uh, I mean, um, sure. think about it.
2: Think if they take yeah. the friend, let's say they take the Friday, the 13th franchise, which is the most realistic one they could do it with because mm-hmm. Jason is all fucked up it's all makeup anyway yeah, but they already Whereas did with Frick, that, it Well but hold on no, well they didn't really do that with They rebooted the, fr- it that Friday the 13th. Think of it this way, think if it was just a direct sequel to like the first film like they're doing with Halloween. But,
0: but they did that. It was the second film.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> Well, I mean they did that with Halloween too. It was yeah. it, it had Jamie Lee Curtis. It was yeah, a but... direct sequel to the first film.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't
2: well of course not that's why Dude, Carp- that's why carpenter didn't direct it
0: remember when they were they were get they were um they were hyping uh, before it came out the second aliens versus predator and they said oh we're gonna forget the first film ever happened and we're going yeah. right to the comic books and we're like oh excited us. oh this is gonna be great it's like wow this is fucking worse than the first one what the <laughs> fuck
2: yeah they were like this one's gonna be done right
0: I thought the first one was cliché. Jesus Christ. Who directed
2: the- that? Was that the Spirit uh, Brothers or was that... I the, think it was the Spirit Brothers. Was that the Spirit Brothers or me, was that the two, the two other dudes that did... Um, uh, fuck. Uh, Hang
0: on. I'm looking up right now on my Plex. Uh, it was um, Colin Strauss and Greg Strauss. Oh,
2: the, the Brother Strauss. Brother Strauss, They call right. themselves They're- the Brother Strauss. Uh,
0: which is a great sign.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: Now it was written by Shane Salerno. Uh-huh. Who um had, who uh was one of the writers of um of uh, Armageddon which I, I I liked. And he was also one of the writers of Shaft. I mean, he, <laughs> Shaft. Which
2: yeah. I which I just put on my Plex.
0: <laughs> you want me to sell coke for you? No fucking way. <sighs> Uh, you, uh, you've you got to watch that film before you watch American Psycho.
2: Yeah. Because
0: that was like, okay, I'm learning the American accent. Now I'm American witch white boy accent. And now I'm doing the American rich white boy accent. Fucking <laughs> great.
2: Yeah, because yeah. I realized I didn't have Shaft, so I had to get that one and the original. And then I was like, shit, I don't have... The old super superfly film either, so then I had to get the the new one that they did too. Not I because saw that. I want it, but because if I got I, the I, first one, I gotta have that one.
0: I, I myself have a large selection of Black Exploitation on my Plex.
2: Yeah.
0: Um I don't know if I have the original Superfly though. I don't think I don't think I have either of them. I don't think I bother grabbing the new one. Oh. I do not. If I if I type Superfly into my Plex search engine, all I get is Superfuzz. <laughs> Super Fuzz. Superfuzz. He's a super, super, really super trooper.
2: (laughs) Oh God! Alien vs. Predator Requiem came out on Christmas Day, two thousand seven. What a horrible idea!
0: Great again, another fucking. You know, there's warning signs. There's warning signs. What
2: else have these Strauss brothers done? They, they're, they're big in the visual effects. I'm not even gonna look. That's oh, Skyline. That's the last movie they directed. I like Skyline. Shit. But the, the, here's the thing, though. They were like huge uh, special effects guys, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they gave them Alien vs. Predator, and that was that bombed horribly. And then, and then they gave them Skyline, which uh, Brett Ratner was in bed with them for. <sighs> And they he, he went on Howard Stern and basically said yeah it's like uh I got these two guys they they're called the brother Strauss and they're visual effects guys and they're really good at that stuff and I got a movie that looks like it costs 50 million but it really only costs like five or ten like he was bragging about that uh
0: um, Rat, Ratner did Skyline
2: uh no he no the brother Strauss directed Skyline but he produced it
0: oh he produced it okay yeah. All right. Now, yeah.
2: But the brothers Strauss—they are still all up in special effects.
0: You know, it's that kind of that kind of director. You just need to write screenplay. And I guess Aliens vs. Predator wasn't it. Right. Uh, Skyline I liked, and there's a sequel, and I haven't watched it yet. But
2: oh god, there's a sequel.
0: I liked Skyline. I thought it was interesting and new. I love the ending. The ending was really like uh, kind of. Uh, had that had that um, like, like heavy metal comic book feel to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it was underappreciated. I really did, and I find it interesting that they made a sequel. But yeah, I, wow. I, I'm not I'm not exactly excited to see it, That's why I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> but uh, I I honestly don't know why you would do a sequel to it, but we'll find out.
2: Um. But yeah, the brothers Strauss, they are, uh, they are fully developed or fully involved in still doing special effects the last thing that they did was rampage in 2018 they did rampage geostorm oh Ramp! i saw rampage um, they did x men apocalypse have you seen rampage yet not yet it,
0: it's fun it, it, dude it's probably one of the better video game based films done just because it just is so fucking ridiculous that it, i'm sorry if the rocks in a film i'm willing to drop like all expectations and just enjoy it Okay. I, I, there was no. There was no point in film. Where I was like that couldn't happen. I was like ah oh, fuck it. Whatever. He's the
2: new we, Schwarzenegger. I mean dude, his movies no, make a no, shit ton of money. No, he but he's better than Schwarzenegger. Oh well, he is Let's, better. I don't, mean do no, do no, no, no. I'm talking no, about no. as far as no. I'm speaking from a producing aspect where they give him a movie and it makes a shit ton of money. I can't wait to see Skyscraper. Oh yeah. I can't wait. I have he's, it. It's on. It's on my Plex.
0: And somebody was like, yeah. Yeah, we we'll have the we'll have the rock like try to climb a burning building. But and guess what? He's only got one leg. And
2: it's the biggest <laughs> building in the world.
0: Well, of course it's the biggest building in the world. The rock's climbing out it while it's on fire.
2: <laughs> uh, but they all they also did the special effects for Midnight Special. Have you seen that yet? Midnight That's the one special. with Michael Shannon. That's the one with the kid who they they travel by night so that Oh,
0: I have it, but I haven't seen it. It's it's
2: Yeah. It's good. It's actually a very good movie. Um, Dude,
0: I've. They also did Hardcore
2: Henry. What? They did the special effects for Hardcore Henry. Oh,
0: I liked Hardcore Henry. That was good. I like that. Dude, lately, I've been on a Michael Shannon kick.
2: I like Michael Shannon. I I just love his, like, real. He's just very. He's got that weird, uh, kind of raw talent about him that I like.
0: I've always liked him when I saw him. But he the there was a recent film he was in where I just like clicked and I was like, you know what? Oh, Shape of I, Water. Uh had to, had yeah. be Shape of Water. I think it's before that. There was a film before that where you and I were talking about it. I was like, Yeah, that Michael Shannon guy's fucking well,
2: Yeah. He played General Zod in Man of Steel. I liked him it's, in that too.
0: It's somewhere but but I, I liked him, but I, I wasn't like on a Michael Shannon kick.
2: Was it and Bug? There, he did a film called Bug.
0: That's before. That's
2: previous. And that, that was a good way, That is too. way before.
0: Yeah, that that's based on a stage play. Um, I think of the same name, but hang on. I'm gonna bring up his his, his list real quick because I got a I got a I got a fucking Michael what Shannon?
2: Michael Shannon. Oh, Wait. was it Nocturnal Animals? I think it might have been Nocturnal Animals.
0: Might have been. I got it because really...
2: we talked about it, and I know we talked about it on the show, and you weren't giving me shit, but you're like, man, you really like that guy, don't you? And then I've always defended that I just really like him as an actor.
0: I think there's two Michael Shannons. Yeah, there's two to, there's two Michael Shannons. Oh Jesus, is there really? Yeah, there's there's one that's not Michael Shannon and then there's one that is Michael Shannon. Um Nocturnal
2: uh I think it's got to be nocturnal He played Animals. he played
0: Elvis and Elvis and Nixon, which I thought
2: was good. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I remember him promoting that.
0: I'm trying to You know what? It might have been uh Nocturnal Animals. That might was, have been the one that was like, "Yeah, this guy is really." I can I remember the first time I really noticed him was Premium Rush.
2: Oh yeah, with uh, 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 what's his face, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was like it was like a, re- a, re- a reboot of um, uh, Quicksilver. Quicksilver.
2: <laughs> what was the other I mean, one? There was another one that was a bike film.
0: And he's been in a ton of shit before that too. But like that was the one where I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this guy is fucking awesome. I know him." But he's fucking
2: awesome. Yeah, when he and breaks his fingers fucking... off in Shape of Water, it's like, whoa. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, spoiler. I mean, that's still a bit of new. Um, he was what okay did as What just Zod. talk about? <laughs> I, honestly, he was okay as Zod, but I never really re- recognized him as Michael Shannon in in, in um, Superman. Right. Uh, ba- basically because I was so enamored with uh, fucking um, Jor-El. Yeah. It's the only time I'm ever going to, like, what's his face?
2: Bro, Russell Crowe.
0: Yeah, Russell Crowe. Only form I'm like, yeah, give me more Russell Crowe. Yeah, I need more Russell Crowe. It's like, who's saying that? No, that was me. Yeah, more Russell Crowe. Uh, but no, I mean, the- there's a there's a remake of a, of a of a I think it's a Russian film. Uh, I could be wrong, it might have been Spanish, I forget, but the it's called 13. It's about an underground uh, Russian roulette tournament. Oh, okay. And he's he's the referee. <laughs> really? He's he's fucking insane as the referee. There's he's more disturbing than the people spinning chambers and putting guns to their head. Really? Yeah, he's like on a ladder over them. Like tell, it's it's worth seeing it for him. <laughs> I want to get the original film.
2: Um, the first time I ever saw him in anything was in Boardwalk Empire, a TV show that Showtime put it. out. Yeah. I'm sorry, HBO put out, and he plays a, a detective uh, in that show oh. back in like the 20s during prohibition uh in new jersey mm-hmm. and he's fucking great in that show he's fucking great in that show
0: oh, i'm sorry and just to clarify uh the original 13 is a uh, french film oh okay Yeah, sorry i just had
2: to throw it out there okay all
0: right so um, we've
2: kind of gone on a bit of a tangent there yes like about yes, a half I- hour after i gave you your, your movie challenge i'm sorry yes Hey, which was, right. was
0: that again? Oh, slugs. Slugs. Right. Slug. Yes, slugs. Yes.
2: And, so we should uh, wrap up. We should wrap up. Be sure to watch uh, first fifteen minutes of Terrifier, uh, or actually, just, w- or just watch it.
0: I'm gonna watch it this weekend. I, ha- I, I
2: haven't seen it yet. I've only been. I only did watch the first fifteen. minutes. The film
0: came up twice in the day from two different people. That's a sign to me that I have to watch it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, I. Well, the thing is, I watched the first fifteen minutes of it because I had just acquired the copy. I wanted to make sure it was a good copy, and I watched it, and I couldn't help but just be glued to the film because of Art the Clown, because he's just so fucking creepy in drawing, and I was like, you know, I don't think Mare could watch this movie, because A, it has clowns, and B, it has creepy uh, creepy clown, and Uh I showed her the first 15 minutes, and she goes, yeah, I'd be okay with this, and I just kind of did a double take, because I'm like, you realize how fucking creepy this clown is, right? It's like, oh, I, I, yeah, it's okay. It's not real, so I'm okay with that. And I'm like... What? I forget. What you, Have, it's not real. It's like, we've been avoiding watching the film Hereditary because she thinks she's not going to be able to sleep at night. And I'm like, you're telling me that the, a film like Hereditary or films with ghosts will scare you because you think that garbage is Cause, real?
0: Cause, cause, yeah, she thinks ghosts are real. Yeah.
2: Yeah, whereas are Art, like Art the Clown, just a fucking serial killer walking around with makeup on Halloween, that you're okay with. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it's not real. It's like, you gotta fucking get your priorities straight because <laughs> uh, you're living in fucking fantasy land.
0: Now, I, real real quick, just, just because you mentioned killer clowns, creepy clowns, yeah. I forget, have you, ever, have you seen 31 yet? I Rob Zombie's 31? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, because the one guy...
2: He's he got a great monologue in
0: there, like the opening monologue for him. is, like I, I, I almost shit myself. He's like that fucking good. Really? He's, he's, it's, he's, yeah. He's just that film is darker than uh, that film is darker than uh, House, um,
2: House. Yeah, House of a Thousand yeah. Corpses.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's it's darker. Yeah,
2: and it's and it's Rob Zombie's words. He wrote that, right? He I am, pretty directed. sure that's yes, yeah. a Rob
0: zombie film yeah that's what he did after he he gave, gave up on the stupid fucking lord of uh,
2: Lord of Salem. Salem. Shit. Lords of Salem
0: he went back to his roots and did a real a good film for a change
2: <laughs> well now yeah. he's doing um devil's rejects uh not calling it devil's rejects he's doing another sequel for that
0: oh that's a, well again he's going back to his roots yeah, and what, yeah it it
2: it's it's i I'll tell you what it's called and then we'll end the show okay Let's see. It is called Three from Hell. They're in post production. It's coming out in 2019. Nice. All right. So I'm assuming it's a prequel. It kind of has uh, to be.
0: It doesn't have to be necessarily. Oh. Um, but I, and I want to end the show with an apology to my wife. <laughs> For what? because she she was expecting us to decide not to review Puppet Master and instead doing a whole um, retrospective on, uh, on, um, um, yes. He died. Oh, Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds. Thank you. Uh, Richard was in my head for some reason. Yeah. Oh. She was like, oh, you guys should just like just do a whole thing on Burt Reynolds. I was like, yeah, we should. And I, like, we didn't. And uh, so I apologize for not doing that. That's okay. Uh, well, but I, I I will just say real quick, my three favorite uh, Burt Reynolds films would definitely be uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, Cannonball Run, and um, uh, The End. No, no, I'm sorry. No, fuck that. Uh, Cannonball Run, The End, and Hooper. Hooper with, with yeah Hooper with a with, a, with the fourth follow up being uh,
2: Malone. Malone, which I just got today. Malone is one of those films that I remember watching as a kid with my dad, and my dad loving it. It's actually, it's actually based on a novel called Shotgun. It feels like it's based on a novel.
0: Yeah, it's available on Kindle. I think it's pretty cheap on Kindle. Uh, I haven't read it, but I have it. Um, okay. I have a habit if I see something that's based on a film, I grab like, it. So, I didn't think, if I can... But, uh... <laughs> anyway, that's, that's that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alright, let's, let's
2: let's get this shit done.
0: And, and I'm done. No, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, it's like a minute ago I was looking and it was like, oh, we've been recording for an hour and 15 minutes, and now, now we are recording hours, for man. an hour and 40 minutes, an hour 38. I'll shut up. It's okay. Uh, End the show, Joey. I'm ending the show. Episode 281 of Movie Sucktastic. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, please go to our website at MovieSucktastic.com, download the show, listen to the show, tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock, and... Chill out with us while we review this stuff, and uh, you can get to it from the website or you can go to YouTube slash Movie Sucktastic and watch us there. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Movie Sucktastic, and you can find out when we go live, trailers, anything that interests us uh, cinema wise, film wise, industry wise, goes on the Facebook page. You can also leave us email. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, it's 908. 908- it's on a license plate now, so look around New Jersey or Texas and you'll see that shit driving around, so please leave us some voicemail.
0: And don't be surprised if the the first couple of voicemails we play are angry southern voices complaining about uh, a smart car on the highway.
2: Yeah, uh, because unfortunately (laughs) mine, uh, the phone number, the middle part of the phone number is covered up by a, a camera, the rear backup camera. So you see 908, 4470. That's what you see. So Mine
0: unless, is clear as day on the back of my smart car. Unless so. you're a
2: really good guesser. Uh, I don't think anyone from New Jersey is going to be calling us. Good. <laughs> uh, well, uh, oh, you can... Um, well, you currently can't download the free Android app. We're working on we're it. We're working you, on it so that you can again. You, it's um, in
0: your court until you get me that thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, I forget what I need to get you, but we'll it, talk off air. It was a thing. It was a thing. Uh, I think it was uh, to, to make it secure or some shit like that. It, it's something specific, and I need to write it down because I already forgot it.
1: I, I, I don't, anyway, I don't but
2: if you get the Android app, uh, everything I said is in there, and it's 100% free, and it's awesome. You should totally get it. It's, uh, it's totally worth it.
0: And you'll be able to either listen to the podcast or watch the YouTube podcasts.
2: That's right. Absolutely. Cool From impressed. the app. Yeah. Well, the app has a link that goes to YouTube where you can watch it. Right. So.
0: that And that's what's holding us up is we need our YouTube identifier thingy. That's what it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. That's pretty much it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? I don't think so. No?
0: No, I'm sorry.
2: It's all right
0: i think i'm winding down i switched from gin to beer and that was not a good
2: no did, did no. you have gin and then you went to beer yeah that's a bad combo just to begin with no a,
0: it's a fine combo
2: but it's it probably down my, oh my stomach would not be able to
0: oh i got I, I, I got the i got the fucking of alley cat that's not a concern it's just yeah. like no no my stomach
2: yeah my stomach it just, it just harshed into my buzz i gotta have one or the other i gotta stick yeah. to one of them if i mix that's it my stomach is upside down but anyway Anyway. Goodbye, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.
2: Bye-bye. Bye.